All right, folks, welcome back to the TB Sports Pod. This week, we are talking for a preview NFL and college football. We have big slate of games. It's a black tie event. It's a classy event. A lot of big games. We will be breaking down each and every one of them, the big ones, <laughs> you know. Um, great slate of college games, LSU, Alabama, uh, Texas, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, a uh, few others, Ohio State, Nebraska. It should be a good week. Pretty good week, NFL. You got the Saints, pa- or the Saints, Rams. You got the Packers, Patriots. And for the first time, I am pleased to announce that we will be having a guest this week, a fellow broadcasting major. He is a student at the University of Nebraska, a good friend of mine, a friend of the podcast, some would say. And yeah, it should be a lot of fun breaking it down. And I would like to welcome now Andrew Skiles to the podcast. But first. All righty. I'm here with Andrew Skiles, broadcasting student at uh, UNL. Good friend of mine. Good friend of the pod. Good friend of the pod. And uh, today we're going to be, he's joining me for some NFL, college football, um, you know, picks, see how he does, see if he can top the the king. I wouldn't say I'm the king, but, you know, top me. So we're just going to dive in with college football first. We got, uh, as I usually do, the 10 games, and uh, we'll both pick them. We got the spreads going, too, so we'll talk about those. We'll talk about each game a little bit, too. So let's just go from morning to night, uh, right off the bat, Nebraska, Two and six, going to Ohio State, seven and one. Fox, eleven a.m. Ohio State's uh, eighteen and a half point favorites. I like. Uh, I'm going to take Ohio State in this one, and uh, I think Nebraska could cover though. I think I think Nebraska could lose by like seventeen points, fourteen points. Ohio State's coming off of a pretty tough loss. Where 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 are you sitting with that? Yeah, um, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth with this one. Um, I think you can kind of see Nebraska come out and play really well, and I think you can also see Nebraska play really bad. Uh, the last two years, Ohio State's put up over 100 points on Nebraska, so that's something to keep in mind. Um, I mean, they're going to Ohio State as well, so they don't have that Husker uh, crowd with them. I don't know. Like, I could see them only losing by two touchdowns, but I could also see it kind of just falling apart. I mean, the, the offense is putting up like 500 yards a week. Yeah, no, yeah, then no. The defense is lining up like 600 yards a week. I mean, Dwayne Haskins is a uh, is he, he's he's really good. I mean, Ohio State has their issues, but the one thing that they don't have an issue at is quarterback. That's for sure. Uh, I, it's see the reason I like the points is just because it's 11 a.m. game. Come up a little sleepy. Ohio State doesn't seem like they play it play early morning. Yeah, they play all those night games, you know. And um, I don't know. I I'm gonna go Ohio State favored. Oh, you take okay. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take it. Okay. All right. So we got uh, both of us picking Ohio State. One of us taking the points, other one not. And uh, let's move on to Air Force. Air Force is Air Force at Army. Air Force is three and five. Army six and two. It's on eleven a.m. CBS Network. Army's favored by six and a half points. And uh, main reason I picked this game is you know it's one of the the arm fights. No Army Navy. It's no Army Navy. Yeah, but you got to yeah. think that Air Force Army is pretty. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those fun games for sure. I mean, it gets um, – it's kind of a different style of football, I think you could say, with, like, the military teams. Yeah, it's the it's the old school, you know, triple option wishbone. You know, it's uh, going back in time. And this one's at Army, correct? Yep. Um, yeah, I'm going to – yeah, I'm going to say Army's probably going to win it by over six and a half. Um, 
I think they'll win by 10 plus even. I, uh, I would agree with that. I would definitely, uh, go army on that one. I'd take them to cover the spread for sure. Um, air force is three and three and five army, six and two. Yeah. And I mean, army went to Norman, Oklahoma back in September and they, they lost, but took them to overtime and well, the thing, I don't think, think they can keep up. The thing about army as well is they just run the ball the whole time. Yeah. Oh. They, they don't throw it, and so they just wear down the teams, and it's, it's kind of like this old-school football, you know, where they're just going to keep running and running and running it, and mm-hmm. that's going to cause problems for Air Force, and I don't think Air Force can even handle that. And, I mean, Oklahoma's a good team, and Army took them to, to the end of the game, so we'll see. In, in West Point, too, yeah. I think Ar- we Army, both Army by over 10. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll both agree on that one. All right, next one, probably the first real big game of the weekend. Uh, we got Georgia, number six overall in the college football uh, playoff rankings, at Kentucky, number nine, both seven and one on CBS at two thirty. This is basically, I mean, not basically. This is the SEC East Championship. Yeah. Georgia's favored by nine points, and um, it's it's kind of crazy to see that Kentucky, if they win, uh, <laughs> they'll be possibly playing you know like Alabama and the you know it's a basketball school it'd be like if Kansas was yeah. in the big 12 championship so it's kind of weird to see um I, I would I would be more confident picking Kentucky if this was a night game to be honest with you mm, yeah I'm gonna take Georgia but I'm gonna take Kentucky to cover because I, I could see uh, I could see Georgia coming out a little bit sleepy maybe not taking them super serious. We've seen them against, you know, when they went to Baton Rouge, they didn't do so well. They killed Florida last week, but I'm going to take Georgia, but I, I, I'm going to take Kentucky to cover. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think it's crazy Kentucky's even up here talking about this. Uh, I, I did not see Kentucky coming out of nowhere this yeah, season. No one did, I think. Um, yeah, I. it's so hard, though, because they're so close to each other. Um, I think Kentucky's right there. I just don't think that they can get it today. Um, I think Georgia will come out a little sluggish, but I think at the end of the day, Georgia's probably going to beat them. I don't think it's going to be eight and a half, though. I think Georgia. I think it'll be like a field goal or like a a yeah, last minute a last minute drive. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, so I'm going to take Georgia in this one as well. All right, so we agree. Yeah. Uh, all right, next game up on the <laughs> list. Uh, number sixteen, Iowa, six and two, going to Purdue, four and four on ESPN two at two thirty. Uh, Purdue's a two and a half point home favorite. The uh, Iowa can't beat the good teams they play. Yeah, no. Uh, they lost to Wisconsin, who at this point I would say isn't even a good team. They're an average team. And they had that game won. Yeah, they had it won, and they 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 just basically threw it away at home. Yeah. Uh, who was the other? Who else did they lose to? Uh, Penn State. Yeah. Yeah, they lost to Penn State last week, which was another game that they basically had won. Uh, if you're an Iowa fan, you got to feel sick to your stomach, which is no surprise. I mean, from shocker, Iowa. <laughs> Iowa. Wow. And, yeah, I mean, going to Purdue, uh, it's 2.30, so it's not that crazy night crowd that Purdue, I guess, can produce now. Um, yeah, the Ohio, Ohio, uh, the Ohio State game was nuts um, when they kicked the snot out of Ohio State. That was ridiculous. I've never seen a Purdue crowd oh, like that. Yeah, no, that's, um, no. That was ridiculous. Once again, a basketball <laughs> school. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's weird. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna go Purdue though. I'm gonna go Purdue because I, I, I and I mean two and a half seems about right. I think it'll be a pretty close game, but I, I Purdue's coming off a bye week. Their last win was a big win against Ohio State. I I don't think Iowa's very good. I think they just have a pretty weak schedule, 
and the teams that they were supposed to lose to, they lost to. So, yeah, um, um, for this one, actually, I'm going to go Iowa. Uh, I'm going to take them by at least a touchdown. I think Purdue. I think this team uh, is highly overrated. Uh, I think they got very lucky with Ohio State. Um, I've never thought that Purdue's good. I never will. And I think that I think Iowa's going to jump on this occasion to kind of run the train on them a little bit and. Wow. And kind of get people to start talking about Iowa again, you know? I mean, the Big Ten West is is wide open right now, so this is a, a, a must-win for Iowa. They, oh, they yeah. need this one. And, and, they, and they get that, and uh, I, think, I think you'll see Iowa, a completely different Iowa team you saw last week. Mm, okay. RIP to whatever uh, Big Ten West team has to go play Michigan or Ohio State, though. So, uh, All right. Moving on. Uh, first uh, – or second, excuse me, Georgia-Kentucky was, too. But uh, Big 12 matchup, big game in the Big 12. Uh, number 13, West Virginia, 6-1, and one, heads to Austin to face Texas, sitting at 6-2, and two, coming off that Oklahoma State loss last week. It's on Fox at 2.30. Texas is a two-point home favorite. I see this is such a weird game to me because we see flashes. Will Greer can be really good for West Virginia, super good. We see flashes of it, but sometimes we get Will Greer who's going to come out and toss four touchdowns on you and 400 yards, and then sometimes we get Will Greer who's going to come out there and throw four interceptions. Yeah. Um, Early season, Heisman, like, hopeful, I guess you could say. I wouldn't say contender, but Heisman hopeful. Uh, That's pretty much gone now. I mean, they're they're a good team. They're good offense. In, In Austin, you know, pretty hostile environment. It's tough because I don't. I'm not a big Texas buyer. I never did, even though they beat Oklahoma. Even though that they, you know, have looked. Okay, I don't even want to say good because they've looked okay in other games. I'm gonna go West Virginia. Um, I'm gonna go West Virginia by like touchdown, ten points. I think that they will jump on them early, and Texas won't be able to come back. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, the hard one about this one today is it. You just don't know what Will Greer you're gonna get today. You know. I, oh, exactly. Exactly. And. If I mean if he comes out and he plays to his potential, his potential, oh yeah, uh, West Virginia by a mile. But I I don't think that's going to happen, especially in Austin. Um, I mean I know last week Tom Herman and all of them were pretty fired up at the uh, end yeah, of that game. Yeah, they were. They uh, were. They were. I don't know if you caught the end of that, but like uh, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, he was not happy, um, and so I think that's going to kind of play a, a favor in today for Texas. Um, I'm going to go with Texas winning today, and I'm going to go with them by winning by a touchdown. Okay. Um, Tom Herman just seems like the kind of guy where he just he's gonna want to just push it to the metal here. And West Virginia could kind of be in one of those kind of weird spots where they're going to maybe get the whole wrath of Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, a lot of people are saying Texas is back. I don't know. I don't really think so. But oh no, we saw we saw last week that they're not. <laughs> they're not. Absolutely not. Uh, they. I mean, this game though keeps one of them alive for the Big 12 championship. Yeah, and maybe maybe this will be like Texas they're back for the Big 12 championship. This is know. yeah, this I mean you need both these teams need this win cuz if you lose this game you go down two uh two losses in the Big 12. So both of them need it. Whoever comes out on top will probably find themselves in the Big 12 championship. So, I I think it'll be close though. I think it'll be close and the one thing that I can give Tom Herman credit for is since he's been at when he was the head coach at Houston, he did this he shows up for big games. Shows up yeah, for big games. Yeah, he does do very well in big games. So I'll give him that. I'll give him that. So I think so. You're taking Texas. I'm taking West Virginia. Yeah, I'm taking Texas. All right. Next one: uh, Penn State at Michigan. Penn State six and two. Michigan seven and one. They've been rolling since 
that early season Notre Dame loss. Uh, it's at two two forty five. Uh, ESPN. Michigan's a thirteen point home favorite, and I that you know they've been getting it going. They have a really good defense. I think everybody knew that going into the yep. season, but mm-hmm. that early Notre Dame game I think is hard to judge because that Shea Patterson's first start, still working out the kinks of the offense, and they've just looked you know better basically every week since. I want to take Penn State because I don't you know I, I enjoy a little bit of chaos here and there. But uh, I'm going to take Michigan, but I think Penn State will cover. I don't think Michigan wins by 13 points. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Michigan's one of the I like watching Michigan play. I think they're pretty fun to watch. Uh, I'm a big Harbaugh fan. Yeah, Harbaugh, uh, he's a character. He, he is pretty fun to watch on the sideline. Um, I think Michigan, they, they just keep, they keep picking up steam here. You know, like Shea Patterson, I mean, he, he's looking good. Uh, everyone was kind of talking about how Wisconsin was doing fairly well, and then Michigan kind of just took kind of ended their took, season. Yeah, kind of like took them by just the storm here. And so uh, I think Michigan. I think they'll hit that. I think they'll hit the spread. Okay. I think wow. the, I think they'll hit fourteen. Um, it's at the big house. Yeah. Uh, Penn State isn't as good as they have been in the past few years. No. Um, Michigan. I. I don't know. I, I think this team. And I also want to say that I think if Michigan played Notre Dame like next week or this week instead of early on the season, I'd take Michigan. I would take Michigan. I would take Michigan. I don't know by like how much, but I, yeah. I'd take Michigan. I, I, I think at the end of the day, it'd be Michigan. The 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 thing about this game is like, if you're a not necessarily a fan of the Big Ten, but if you are you know someone who higher ups in the Big Ten, I think you want Michigan to win this game because if Michigan loses. It start you, you you start to worry if you're a Big Ten person about the Big Ten getting left out of the playoff again. Yeah, Michigan Michigan's kind of the Big Ten's kind of hope. Um, I know a lot of people saying Ohio State still whatever. Um, I don't know if I want someone to represent me. I want Michigan. I don't want Ohio State representing the Big Ten. Well, yeah, and I think the thing is, is if Michigan drops this game, two losses, you're basically out. Well, you still got Ohio State sitting there. I think Michigan's going to beat Ohio State no matter what happens. Yep. Like Ohio State's won like four straight. That's a rivalry game. Like it's going to come to an end yeah. quickly. So I, it, bad news for the Big Ten if Michigan loses, I believe. Yep. So we both got Michigan. You got to cover or yeah, covering the spread. Yep. I got uh, Penn State getting the points. All right, next one: Mizzou four and four at number eleven Florida six and two SEC Network three o'clock. <clears throat> Florida six and a half point favorites. Main reason I put this one in is uh, we're probably going to see Drew Locke, the Missouri quarterback, pass Peyton Manning for all time third, third on the list. Yeah, third for all time passing touchdowns, which you know that's an accomplishment. Um, Florida's coming off of that loss against Georgia, rivalry loss last week against Georgia. I'm going to take Drew Locke to pass Peyton. But I am going to eat up that Florida six and a half. Absolutely. Yeah. They are coming off of a rivalry loss, home game in the swamp. I think Florida's gonna win by two touchdowns, 14, 17 points, somewhere in there. But Drew Locke will get the record or pass him on the list. So Yeah, I, I wanna say, I mean, congrats to him. I mean, that's that's incredible. One yeah. All those touchdowns. Um bad thing is is I just feel like I haven't heard about Missouri football and I don't know how long. Forever. Um, and so I kind of sometimes forget they're even like around. Uh, and Florida, Florida's back. 
Florida, the swamp, the swamp is the swamp swampy. The the quarterback situation, I think oh, he's young. I think he's only a sophomore. Felipe Franks, yeah. maybe a junior. Regardless, he'll be back next year, and he's gotten substantially better than last year. But the thing about Florida is that defense is very for real. That defense is scary. Very good, very good, and pretty young. Um, and so yeah, I'm also going to eat it up. Um, <laughs> I think that Florida should have been favored by a lot more than what they are, especially for it being in the swamp. Yeah, uh, I'm not really sure on that one. So I want to take it by two touchdowns as well. Yeah, they, um, take their anger out. I, I th- yeah, I think I think Missouri's kind of really uh, the worst situation possible here. Oh yeah, uh, you're gonna get a Florida crowd that's gonna be ready. It's pissed. It's it's not pissed. gonna be fun because they knocked themselves out of the SEC championship yep. conversation last week. They're gonna be pissed, and they still have a chance to make like one of those New York Six Bowls. Yep. If they were to win out, run the table from here on out, they could get a. Uh, um, a bid to like you know Fiesta Bowl something like that. So they got there's still a lot for Florida to play for. Yeah, I think Florida's going Florida's going to make a statement this week, and, they, and so. they're and they're going to use Missouri as their platform. Uh, yeah, and, and it's it's probably going to get pretty bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we're getting close to the end here. Notre Dame eight and zero at Northwestern five and three. ESPN six fifteen. Notre Dame ten point favorites. This is basically a Notre Dame home game because Chicago is a Notre Dame hub, um, I've heard 75, 25, 80, 20. Somewhere in that range is what it sounds like it's going to be Notre Dame fans to Northwestern. It'll basically be a home game. I would say that Northwestern, I want to pick Northwestern. I'm not going to. I think if Notre Dame loses, I could see it being like Syracuse next week at Yankee Stadium or something like that. Mm. But they're basically getting a home game. I'm going to take Notre Dame. And I think I'm going to take the points too. Uh, ten, yeah, they're ten point favorites. I'm going to go. I'm going to think Notre Dame's going to win by more than ten. And yeah, Northwestern. Lucky for them, I guess it doesn't affect their Big Ten West championship hopes because they're still in the mix. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I went to that Northwestern versus Nebraska game earlier this season, and that stadium. It's like a high school stadium, dude. Oh like, yeah, it, <laughs> it's terrible. It, it is it is awful. Um. It it's not a fun place to play. Uh, Northwestern beat Wisconsin though last week at home, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Northwestern, yeah, and yeah. so uh, and so that's kind of something to think about. Um, and it's Wisconsin versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame is the better team compared to Wisconsin. So, I mean, you, I think Northwestern is going to get down early at home, and I think it's just going to kind of just keep snowballing. And I think I think Notre Dame is going to win by over ten at least. Northwestern is one of those teams though that could surprise some people. They're they're similar to they're one of those teams though you don't know who's gonna show up. They should have lost that Nebraska game. They've lost a few other games here and there. Like they have a I, I'd say a deceiving five and three record, but they're one of those teams that could just kind of like last week against Wisconsin just pop up. Maybe they will this weekend, but yeah, I, I was kind of betting. About, no thanks. I was kind of talking about how I feel like Northwestern is kind of one of those teams where it's like every year they're not really good, but you're kind of guaranteed like an upset. By them oh, at yeah. some point, you know, yeah. like you just don't know what's going to come, but it, it'll be at some point. Yeah. Um. And so I think, I mean, that'd be crazy if it was this week. I just don't see it happening, though. Yeah, it'd be, <laughs> that'd be great. All right. Uh, last two games here. First one, uh, ABC 7 o'clock is number seven, Oklahoma at Texas Tech. OU is 13 and a half point favorites. And um, so, I mean, these last two games, because the next one's Bama LSU, we're basically talking about the two Heisman front runners, Tua for Alabama and Kyler Murray for uh, Oklahoma. I uh, I mean, Lubbock can be a scary place at night. 
Uh, they're doing their little blackout, which I believe they have won like five straight against top 15 teams when they black the stadium out at night. Uh, starting a freshman quarterback, Oklahoma's defense pretty shaky to start the uh, season off. But since they fired Mike Stoops, they had that bye week. They've put together two really nice defensive games, albeit against not the uh, not the top tier offensive programs in the country or anything. But you know they were getting lit up by not the top tier programs anyway already. So at Texas Tech, thirteen and a half point favorites. Uh, I'm going to take Oklahoma to win. I don't think that they cover. I'm going to guess this is going to be like a ten point game, maybe seven point game. Like I could see something like. Oh, like 45, 38, 30, you know, 42, 35, something like that. Um, I just think Kyler Murray is going to be too much for them. Even if they put up points, I just don't I don't see it. Where, where are you at with that one? Yeah, this one I'm actually going to take Oklahoma to win by two touchdowns. Um, All right. I think that Texas Tech, I mean, Texas Tech is not the Texas Tech team that can handle Oklahoma right now. Um, I think that... I think you might see a different defense than you've seen all year, which is going to be kind of interesting. Um, so that's not going to really help Texas Tech kind of trying to look at film. Um, and so it's it's going to be – I think it's going to be a very different team. I think Texas Tech's not going to be able to handle any of them. I think Kyler Murray's going to go off. Um, I think it's going to be kind of a bloodbath almost down there. That would be that'd be something to see. That would be something to see if it goes down that way. I just I just don't see I don't see them being able to handle Oklahoma. The, the the one thing that I would say the the Oklahoma defense has going for them is Texas Tech has some big wide receivers, which is going to give their secondary some fits just because of size wise. Um, but the thing they got going for them is a decent pass rush, and Texas Tech has a freshman quarterback who's thrown some picks. So we'll see. Um, so I think we both kind of agree there. We're both taking Oklahoma. I think Texas Tech could cover i mean if oklahoma jumps out like first quarter to a, a early lead then yeah they're gonna they're gonna blow the doors off yeah but uh all right so on to the last one the uh some people are saying you know game of the century possibly um i don't know if i agree with that <laughs> we got number one alabama at number three lsu cbs seven o'clock alabama's 14 and a half point favorites LSU's uh, star linebacker won't play the first half due to a targeting call in their last game, uh, so that could cause some some issues to a to a team that has relatively weak compared to the other the front four and the secondary at linebacker, especially with a guy like Tua who has yet to even throw an interception, also yet to play anyone. I know I'm I, I I've been going back and forth on this game basically all week. I think Alabama wins. I'm more going back and forth on do I think that they cover the spread? Spread's pretty high. 14 and a half is a lot. It's Death Valley at night. <clears throat> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Alabama, but I'm gonna take LSU to be able to uh get the points on that one. I think I'm thinking maybe like a ten point game, but it could be a ten point game that like doesn't feel as close as a ten point game. Yeah. I'm going to think Alabama might uh, kind of just always have the lead and LSU will always kind of be in striking distance, but it'll just never happen. I think two is too good. Yeah, I think oh, losing that star linebacker, that, that that's going to hurt LSU pretty bad. Um, Alabama, I mean, you see like Tua, they really like having him throw some deep balls like right in the beginning of the game. Oh, yeah, just slinging it. Um, and so you're going to see Alabama get up quick. Uh, it's it's going to be more of a fact if LSU can keep up with that. Um, 
Nick Saban all week. He's been in the press conferences, kind of like Josh and LSU a little bit, kind yeah, of run, running his you, mouth. <laughs> did you see the? Uh, it's uh, like I assume Alabama's like local radio interview that they do every week or something. The uh, he did. They were like uh, one of the questions was if you guys win the toss, uh, do you would you elect to receive or kick? And he said, I elect, I, I hope we elect to kick their ass. And I was like, Jesus Christ, Nick. Good Lord. Like, all right, all right. The, uh, there's, there's two, I think, big narratives in this game. The first one is the whole Alabama's played nobody thing. thing about that one is they've blown the doors off of all the nobodies that they've played. And the other one is what's going to happen to Tua in like a high-pressure, hostile environment, kind of like, you know, like is he going to live up to what he's been? And the thing is, is I'm going to accept the Alabama's play nobody one because I don't know how they're going to, the whole team is going to react to actually playing somebody. I don't know if LSU's that team. Maybe Clemson will be in the playoff. Maybe Michigan will be in the playoff. But I think it'll be different when they play like a really high level of competition. The narrative that I don't like, though, is the will Tua live up in, in a high-pressure situation. Do people not remember that he came in the second half of the national championship last yeah, year as a that. true freshman and, and and killed it? He threw a pick, but past that, he killed it. Like, he made a few mistakes here and there, but he went into the national championship game down 13 points and won. Like, yeah, he, dro- he drove them down the field multiple times. Yeah, like, like there's... I, I get that LSU's going to be like a hostile environment, whatever. That's That's... It's national championship we're comparing this to. You know, like, I I think he'll be fine. I think that – I think Alabama is going to roll LSU, um, and I think Alabama's going to win by 14. All right, yeah. I I, I think I'm going to – I think I'm going to take LSU to cover the spread 14.5. I'm going to guess, like, right under that 14. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm going to be right at 14 as well. Yeah. All right. So those are the uh, college picks, and we'll kind of see how we do there. Um, I've been saying all week, you know, black tie event this Saturday, black tie event. Basically, you know, this is a black tie, uh, weekend for college football. It's a classy weekend, big games everywhere. So, uh, we're going to move on to the NFL now and, uh, kind of just make our picks there. Kind of go through it pretty quick though. Yeah. Uh, not as long. It's not as big of a week as college football. We took a little more time on college football cause you know, it's a high, high week college football s- rankings on Tuesday are going to be extremely different. So we're going to move on to the NFL now. All right, on to the NFL for this week. I'm going to go through it pretty quick because took a little bit of time on that college football. And I'm like I said a few podcasts ago, I'm really not trying to have these go over that 45-minute mark, ideally around that 30-minute mark. So we're going to kind of go through these pretty quickly for you. And uh, we're going to start with the 12 o'clock games. Oh, before I forget, Thursday night we saw 49ers 34-3. to Uh, yeah, absolute ridiculous. Andrew Skiles is still with us, by the way, folks. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the, they had, uh, what was his name? Mullen? Yeah, Mullen. Mullen. Yeah. Come in and absolutely torch them. Their defense looked like the 85 Bears against John Gruden's, like, (laughs) alleged the quarterback guru. Like, okay. Yeah, bad, bad news in, in, in Oakland. I guess they're moving to, to... They're, foc- um, they're focused on that. Yeah, they, they're point. focusing on the move to Vegas. They're clearing house. What a terrible, terrible. <laughs> I know they make them before the season starts, but God, jeez. They, they, they need to figure out it's Thursday night. Yeah, every, they, every week it seems like we're we're watching just terrible Thursday night football games. It, well, yeah, it, it's annoying. It's annoying. But 
we're just going to, we're not even going to talk about that. We're just going to move right into Sunday because it's not worth talking about. All right, uh, we'll start with the afternoon games. First one on the slate, the Bears go to Buffalo. Uh, or the Bear, or <laughs> the Bills are 10-point home dogs. And uh, Bears 4-3, and three, still right in the thick of the NFC North. Bills 2-6. and six. I'm going to take the Bears, and I'm going to take the points. The Bear, or the Bills are starting Nathan Peterman again. He's going to throw 10 picks. Yeah, that's, that's going to be bad. Uh, definitely Bears. Um, it is going to be a warm day in, in uh, Buffalo, though, at 50 degrees. So. Wow. So we'll see. We'll see if that plays any wow. effect. Oh, nicer than here. Peter, I mean, how many picks do you think he's going to throw? I bet there's a line for that. Uh, I would guess, like, two with Khalil Mack probably coming at him all game. Yeah, I, I if the line's one and a half, I would take the over because oh, I yeah. think he'll throw two, yeah. two maybe three. There'll be picks thrown. It Bad time to be a Bills fan. All right, next one. Uh, big, well, I mean, big game for the Panthers. Uh, it's going to be Buccaneers at the Panthers, NFC South game. Bucks are three and four. Panthers five and two. Fitz Magic making his start again, and uh, yeah, I think I, I I was I'll be honest. I was ragging on Carolina at the beginning of the year. I thought that they were a fake. Like I think they were like two and one or like four and two or three and two or something. I was like, now nah, this is a fake good team. Sitting at five and two now. Uh, I mean, they're not as good as the Saints. They're not winning the division, but five and two, they're going to compete for a wild card. Six and a half point favorites. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Panthers, um, and I'm going to take the points too. The Buccaneers defense is trash. Yeah. Yep. I'm also going to take the Panthers. Uh, Buccaneers, not good team. Uh, I think you're going to see the end of Fitz magic. I think that's over. Um, I think they have serious quarterback issues down there. Oh, Jameis is, uh, yeah. Jameis is not good. No. Uh, Fitzgerald, I think that he kind of had like a fluke at the beginning of the season because no one really expected to really see him. <laughs> I think play ever again. <laughs> I think yeah. we kind of saw him on the bench, and so now people are going to be ready. I don't think that they can. I don't think Buccaneers have any chance. So Panthers for sure. Yeah, the Buccaneers. Uh, Jameis Winston situation is he looked pretty decent his rookie year, and it's like, oh, this guy's going to get better and better. But no, he just plays like a rookie all year round. Throws way too many picks. They screwed that one, and Buccaneers will probably be looking for a new quarterback. Yeah, it's like he soon. closes his eyes when he throws the ball. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to just chuck it 50 yards. And we'll see who catches it. All right, uh, next one is Chiefs at the Browns. Chiefs are eight-point favorites, which honestly seems a little bit low. And seven and one, Browns two, five and one. Browns just fired Hugh Jackson, Todd Haley. Probably a good call, but probably won't bode well for the rest of the season. And probably even worse when you have the best offense in, in football, or maybe the second best, depends yeah. who you ask. Remember the Rams coming into town. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to definitely take them to get those eight points, probably win by more. Mahomes is definitely a real MVP caliber player. And the Browns just the Browns are probably like two, three years away. They need to get the right coach, a few more picks, a couple years away still. Yeah, they should have fired uh, him at the beginning of the season. Oh, not, yeah. Not right now. I feel oh. like that was a terrible Watch idea. Hard Knocks. Watch Hard Knocks. Especially going against KC, like – all right. <laughs> watch Hard Knocks. That's all uh, you had to do. We oh, watch yeah, Hard Knocks yeah. every week, mm-hmm. and you just see it right there. Like, this guy is not – no. Yeah, like, he's, he's not the guy. Uh, so I think I'm also going to take KC. Uh, I think they're going to put a whooping on them, and I bet KC's starters will be out by the fourth quarter. <laughs> Probably. All right. Uh, oh, wow. This mm, – is this like the, the who cares? This is the – yeah. 
yeah, this is the who who cares game of the week. Uh, Jets three and five at the Dolphins four and four. Brock Osweiler still starting, and yeah, I I don't care about this game. Yeah, I don't know who would I even pick. I guess Dolphins. Um, yeah, I'll I, go with Dolphins because they're at home. You know, you know, one of my pet peeves about watching Dolphins games is it looks so hot down there at, in Miami at like their games. Like you, you look at the crowd and people are just suffering. Oh yeah, they can't fill the stadium because um, it's probably too hot. We, we're, it's November third, and it's going to be eighty six degrees down there for the. Yeah, game. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, like you, you look at the guys on it. No one wants to be down there playing. It's no. It's just no. Oh, it looks so miserable. And you got Brock Osweiler starting. And you got Brock. Osweiler. No, nothing, <laughs> nothing good for that. You know what? Actually, I said you know maybe I'll pick the Dolphins because they're at home. I'm going to pick the Jets. Jets don't have a terrible defense. Sam uh, Sam Darnold had an okay game earlier against the season against the Dolphins. The Dolphins are slipping and slipping fast. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jets on this one. Brock Osweiler can't win that many games this season. So no, I mean you Jets. saw what happened to him in Houston last week, and he got it was murdered. Pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, moving on to uh, oh uh, a nice division rivalry game. Steelers at the Ravens. Steelers are looking like they're kind of taking control of the division again. Four two one. Ravens look kind of like the Dolphins. Like they started out pretty hot, and now they're slipping quite a bit. Mm-hmm. They're at four and four. No Le'Veon Bell, I believe. No Le'Veon Bell. No Le'Veon Bell. I'm gonna take. I don't care. I'm taking the Steelers on the road. Baltimore's a three point favorite. Yeah, I would. I'm. I'm taking the Steelers flat out. Yeah, I'm also gonna take the Steelers. Uh, the Ravens. They had a good first couple games, like you said. Nothing since then, really. Um, Steelers may have their issues, but at the end of the day, they got Big Ben and Antonio Brown. Yeah, they'll be fine. Uh, so James Conner's not that bad either. And James Conner's pretty good. Like, Juju Smith, like, they've got a good offense. They got some defensive issues. I don't think that they can make, I think they'll make the playoff. I think they'll probably win the the NFC or AFC North. Yeah. But, I mean, they're, I don't think they're a team that can make a run. Like, they won't be in the Super Bowl, but, I mean, they're going to beat the Ravens. They'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, they'll be there at the end. They'll, they'll win the division. All right, uh, Lions at Vikings, uh, three and four Lions, four three one Vikings, and this just shows how tight the AFC or the NFC North is. You got the Lions at three and four, the Bears at four and three, the Vikings at four three and one, and the Packers at three three and one. Wow! So I mean, this is like the NFC North is playing like must win football games every single week. Um, I think the Lions kind of showed their hand. When they traded Golden Tate, they traded Golden Tate for like a third round pick, I think. And I think that's showing that they're still wanting to go forward with Matt Stafford as their quarterback because he can still put up numbers. He can still put it up. But I think they're done with their current core of guys. Because why would you wouldn't trade your best wide receiver for if you are trying to make a run at the playoffs? Yeah, I. In, I, I didn't get that trade at all. Like in Minnesota, I, I think it's I think it's because they're ready to hit the restart button with certain things, not a total restart. Yeah, but like I don't know, I don't make that trade when you don't have like if you have like other wide receivers that can like put up Golden Tate numbers or kind of take over the load. Sure, trade them. They don't have that, and they might. I mean, Marvin Marvin Jones, he's 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 a uh, he's he's pretty good. Yeah, I, okay, they have Marvin Jones, but like I, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't think it was the right trade. And so, because that, I'm going to take the Vikings to beat them. Okay. Yeah. Same. I, I I'm going to also take the Vikings. Um, I think it could be close. 
It's in Minnesota. We'll see. NFC North has been weird all year. So Minnesota's but, kind of been struggling a little bit this year compared to what they were last year. Yeah. This Kirk Cousins thing is kind of interesting. It is. I mean, they've had a decently hard schedule, but yeah, I'm going to also go Vikings and, you know, the Lions will be probably start heading towards the bottom of that division. I'm going to, I'm going to guess here pretty soon. All right. Uh, moving on. Falcons at the Redskins. Falcons start off pretty slow. Four and one or one and four, I believe. Now they're at three and four. Uh, Redskins are kind of the surprise team. They're at five and two, leading the NFC North. Yeah. I'm gonna take uh, the Redskins. They added added Haha Clinton Dix along with uh, DJ uh, Swearinger, and you have Josh Norman. I, I'm gonna go out and say that because DJ Swearinger and Haha Clinton Dix for Pro Football Focus are, which is ratings, basically like how you perform on the field, like analytics stuff whatever mm-hmm. uh they're ranked number one and number three in the safeties of all safeties in the nfl you have josh norman who is you know he's i don't think he's josh Norm- norman of carolina but he's a very good corner still yeah, he's, very, he's ser- very ser- serviceable you know he's i'm gonna go out and say i think the redskins have probably built the best secondary in the league maybe second to Maybe the Rams, but the Rams look kind of weird here and there in the secondary. But they've they've put on a really nice th- uh, thing. They're trying to – DJ Swearinger came out a couple weeks ago, said they're trying to be the 2000 Ravens defense, which I don't think that'll happen. That's yeah, kind of like the Broncos defense from 2015. I don't think we're quite there yet, DJ. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to take uh, – Falcons defense is terrible. Matt Ryan's still really good. I'm going to take the Redskins – I'm really enjoying the old man duo of uh, Alex Smith and Adrian Peterson. Yeah. They're somehow playing great. So I'm going to go at home. I'm going to go Redskins. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to go Redskins. I think Redskins are, it's pretty crazy. Like this team has just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, Chiefs got rid of Alex Smith. People were kind of like pissed off in DC that like they now have Alex Smith instead of Kirk Cousins working out working real out well way for better. them. It almost kind of seems like younger, they, maybe younger one? Gruden uh, saw something better. Uh, AP is kind of he's having a AP type year. He's coming back. He's getting touchdowns. He's getting 33. a lot of touches. He broke off like a sixty yarder last week. Yeah. Um. And so the Redskins, I think they're looking good. I mean, A plus for their trade window. Yeah. Uh, adding the the guys they did, they're they're gonna be a pretty good team going in here, and I think that they're really gonna show who they are this week. I think you're gonna see another kind of different team out of them. Uh. Also, yeah, Matt Ryan's good. Julio Jones, no touchdowns this year. Yeah, Julio Jones doesn't score touchdowns anymore. So I think he just catches big passes. Don't draft it. him on your fantasy team. He doesn't <laughs> catch touchdowns. Trust me. Trust me. All right. Yeah, he, he – <laughs> oh, Redskins also, they win this game. They go up to 6-2. and two. They're in the driver's seat of the uh, of yeah. the Super Bowl champions-Eagles division, which I think the Eagles will figure it out and could get a wild card. But I'm thinking Redskins, unless they have just a complete collapse, end up winning the uh, NFC East. Yeah, they just got to keep going what they're doing right now. Yeah. All right, that's uh, it for the uh, afternoon games, 12 o'clock kick games. Uh, we're going to move into the 3 o'clock kick games, and we got the Chargers at the Seahawks. Chargers are 5-2, and two, Seahawks are 4-3. and three. Seahawks, I mean, have a gutted defense. Still got Russell Wilson, who's playing pretty well. Chargers are overall playing pretty well after kind of like what I would say was a shakier start. Um, I've got the Chargers getting a wild card spot, and I think they're going to be a very highly, like, very good, like, record 
wild card, like would win a division in most other divisions, but the Chiefs will just keep their keep them, you know, far away. So I think they're going to be like an eleven and five wild card team. So and I'm going to take the Chargers on this one, even though it's in Seattle. It's not night game, and it's not the Seahawks of old. And the Seahawks feel like a team that's going to just like win every other game and go like eight and eight or nine and seven or something. Mm. Like Philip Rivers, like Melvin Gordon. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chargers. Yeah, Chargers are. They're, they're just always like that team that is kind of flying under the radar, a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I think the Chargers are gonna beat the Seahawks as well. Um, I think it's gonna be a pretty close game though. Oh yeah, I, I would agree. Um, and it's supposed to rain, so that'll be pretty interesting to see that happen. Um, maybe that plays an effect. I don't know, but the Seahawks just their, their defense is gone. Yeah, you know, they're, it's, done. It's, they're done. It's they're done. It's over. It's not what it was. The twelfth man is done. Like they're going to become an offensive team here over the next couple of years. Yeah, Start building so. up the offensive line around Russell Wilson and say goodbye to defense. Philip Rivers is going to take care of business. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. All right, uh, probably the game of the week. I would say um, the Rams at the Saints. Eight and zero Rams, six and one Saints. Three forty five or three twenty five Fox. I'm going to go, the thing that I really like about the Saints is last week they played Minnesota. They won 30-20, to 20 and Drew Brees, hey, let me ask you a question first. If I told you Drew Brees only threw for 120 yards, do you think that that would mean the Saints have won? I would say absolutely not. If someone came up to me and was like, hey, Drew Brees threw 120 yards, you think he won? No. No, I, yeah, I wouldn't think that. I mean... Yeah, they have two good running backs, but still, 120 yards is not much. <laughs> no, and Alvin Kamara only ran for like 40 yards. Yeah, ever since Ingram's back. And Ing- Ingram had like 60. I mean, offensively, they didn't have a great game, but that's why I think that's a good sign. If you're a Saints fan, I think that you love that because yeah. Drew Brees isn't going to have that kind of game every week. Like, it's Drew Brees. He's going to put up hundreds and hundreds of yards and touchdowns. Had one bad week. Your team still wins 30-20. to 20. I think that's a really good sign. I'm going to go Saints- because they're at home, no one goes undefeated in the NFL. The Rams have got to drop one at some point. I'm going to go Saints to be the team that gives them their first loss. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Saints on this one. I mean, you're you're in New Orleans. Um, you got a Saints team that's pretty good this year. The crowd will be. Uh, the crowd will be there. I think the Rams have kind of scooted by a mm-hmm. few games this year. Um, and their first few games, I was like, wow, this is this is the team. Um, yeah. The last few games, I've kind of been a little more skeptical. Um, and the Saints, I think they're just a, they're a well-rounded team. I mean, both these teams are well-rounded teams. Oh, yeah. Days. I mean, they're 8-0 and 6-1, and respectively. Um, you got to be pretty good. But I, I think the Saints, I think they got this week. I would I would agree. I would agree. The Rams got a tough little stretch coming up. So we'll see. They'll, they'll, they also got the Chiefs in a couple weeks. The, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And... So we both got the Saints on that one. Yep. Next game, Packers Patriots NBC Sunday night game. I'm gonna roll with the. Uh, I'm gonna roll with the Patriots. I think this is an easy choice. The I mean, I don't know what the Packers are doing. I guess they're trying to get you know trade capital basically for trading their guys away because you traded Ty Montgomery, you traded uh, uh, Clinton Dix. Yeah, like I I don't. You're going to Foxborough at night. Not many teams win at Foxborough at night. You got Aaron Rodgers, but guess what? They have Tom Brady. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. Uh, what's the spread here? Five and a half. I'll take. I'll take the Patriots by a touchdown in that one. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't get. I also don't get their their trade philosophy at all. No. Um, like they're trying to compete. I know they are. You have Aaron Rodgers. You yeah, can't you not should try have never and gotten rid of Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Yeah. Okay. Ty Montgomery. Fine. Yeah, you have other running backs. Yeah, but your defense already was kind of shaky. Like, yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> why. What? What? In what world does that? You're trying to compete, and this is what like Aaron Rodgers gets so pissed about every single season because yeah, he deals with this every year. But yeah. then just kind of shoot themselves in the foot. Hey, you heard it here first, though. TB Sports Pod. Mike McCarthy, head coach of the Green Bay Packers, won't be the Green Bay Packers coach next year. Gone. Yep. Browns head coach next year. Wow. Yeah, right here. You heard it here first. All right. <laughs> All right, so we both got the Patriots. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots as well. I like Rodgers, big Rodgers fan, but he, he just doesn't have the team that can compete. No. In, no. I mean, the Chiefs went there, and the Chiefs lost, and they have a much better team than uh, yeah, the Packers. Uh, yeah, way better team. <laughs> um, I would I would like to see a shootout, but I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, and Packers drop this game. Minnesota wins. Minnesota kind of takes control, driver's seat of the division. I mean, you got the Bears there in the background. But if the Bears and the Vikings win, Packers drop this game, I mean, we're looking at a probably not even a wild card spot for the Packers. Yeah, the Packers that, that would hurt pretty bad for them. So, all right, uh, Monday night game, Titans at the Cowboys. Uh, this is kind of like also a really just not great primetime game, and I get why it's a primetime game. Like you know, you got Dallas, Tennessee had some hype coming into the year. Dallas always has hype coming into the year. Young quarterbacks. And yeah, that. young quarterbacks. Zeke. Yeah. Um, Dallas is five and a half point favorites. I wouldn't feel comfortable taking more than that. I really don't know who to even pick because they both look so inconsistent all the time. Uh, I guess I'll go with the Cowboys. They're at home. They got the better running back. I'd say Dak and Mariota are pretty much a wash. We'll see. Maybe Amari Cooper adds something that they didn't have. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to go Cowboys. Yeah, this, I mean, this one, it's just, I don't know. It, this one's kind of hard to pick. Uh, Amari Cooper will be interesting. We'll see how that works. I mean, end of the day with the Cowboys, you still got Garrett. That's true. And that should have been their first thing they'd done during the transfer window. Just get rid of him. They should have got rid of him probably like, like two years ago. Yeah, and so as long as they have him, it's going to cause issues. Zeke has not looked like the Zeke he has uh, no. in the past. No, no. Uh, Dak Prescott... He's just an average quarterback. I think yeah. everyone kind of realizes that now. Um, his first year, yes, he had like one of the greatest offensive lines like ever. So obviously he's gonna have a good year. But I, I think, think, yeah, I, I think uh, this one can go either way. I'm just gonna take Dallas just because they're at home. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, we'll see. Maybe because uh, when Dak had that really good season, he had Des Bryant, and that was when Des was still good. Yeah. So and that's you know that helps the running game. Maybe Amari Cooper opens it up for him. We'll see. We'll see. All right. And the uh, last game of the week. <laughs> I, the, was, I uh, was wondering if you were going to skip this. The, the, it's, you know, most, you know, if you ask your average American probably, you know, what's the game of the week this year? They're all going to say, or this this week, what's the game of the, the NFL game of the week? They're all going to say, you know, Rams and Rams and Saints or Patriots and Packers. But here on the TB Sports Pod, we, I, I picked my own game of the week mainly because of our guest that's with us today. We got my Texans going to my, Mile High. My Denver Broncos. Yeah, his Denver Broncos. Yeah, his Broncos. 305 CBS 
Denver comes in as a one-point favorite, just traded Demarius Thomas to the Texans. Um, Texans are 5-3, and three, riding a five-game win streak, and the Broncos are 3-5. and five. Thoughts? Um, I mean, it's I, – I don't know. The Broncos right now, it's, it's kind of a weird – a weird area. Yeah. Um, I don't think really anyone kind of thought Demarius Thomas would actually like leave. I think people were kind of just like, oh yeah, like they there's a listening to like trade offers, but like we're not going to trade him. Mm. And so they trade him. You have a lot of people who are happy with the trade. A lot of people aren't happy with the trade. I'm happy with it only because he's 31 and clear some, a, a clear lot some a cap. lot of cap space cleared. Um, only thing I don't like is that he's now coming to Denver. Yeah, first <laughs> to game. play us this week. First game. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, Case Keenum, he's so shaky. Like, he has his good moments. He has his bad moments. Uh, you got Philip Lindsay as the running back who's kind of been like the the unsung hero this year. Yeah, who's surprise No player. one really saw him coming. Yeah. Um, the defense, shaky this year. They're not the Broncos' defense of the past for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mile high it hasn't been like it has in the past. I, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But I think the Texans are going to get the win. Wow. Wow. That's probably jinxing them now. Um, I, I, also, I hope so. <laughs> I also think the Texans are going to get the win. I think most of you Denver fans probably won't see a ton of Demarius Thomas because he still has to, unless they just let him run wild, which you know we'll see about that. But, I mean, he'll get, he'll get a few plays in here or there. I'm sure he won't play a ton because – he just got to the team. Um, heard the Broncos are going to honor him before the game. That'll yes. be kind of cool. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've uh, it makes me nervous going to uh, Houston. Makes me nervous going to a place that is either a a little bit cooler than where they play, which is everywhere, because they play in Houston, and b the altitude. Uh, makes me a little nervous. The thing that I like, though, they played on Thursday last week, so they had a pretty good rest, and they're going into a bye week, so I think they'll probably leave what they have on the field knowing they get an extra week of rest before their next game. I'm going to go Houston, but I think it's going to be pretty close, and it wouldn't shock me if Denver ends up – because five-game win streak also makes me nervous because it's like you're going to drop one at some point, and usually when you teams drop one, it's usually on the road, so – yeah, I think it's gonna be less than a touchdown for sure. Yeah, I think it'll be a close one. I could see it being like a twenty-three to seventeen sort of game, or a twenty to thirteen kind of game, twenty seventeen, something like that. It'll be pretty, mm-hmm. not super high scoring or anything, but we'll see. All right, well, that's all we got for uh, picks this week. Um, you know, thank you, Andrew, for coming in. Uh, if uh, he may, he may make another appearance here. Yeah, uh, at some point, me. yeah, we'll 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 see how that all works itself out, and uh, you know, thanks for listening, thanks for the picks, and we'll uh, see you for the review on Tuesday.